Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, wa salatu wa salamu ala nabiyyana Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum dear brothers and sisters, and welcome to our new podcast on the unseen, or the unseen podcast. I'm your host, Abu Abdurrahman, and I'm very pleased to be joined by my dear brother, Sheikh Abdul Karim. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Sheikh Nidal. As going? always, excellent to have you. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, very well. Barakallahu uh, last time we met, about two weeks ago? Alhamdulillah, been well. When was the last week? I think it was two weeks no, ago. I think it was two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, alhamdulillah. It's, it's, uh, it flies, so it doesn't feel like two weeks. Time flies, as it is. We'd like to welcome all our viewers, wherever you may be watching, on Al-Bayan Radio Australia YouTube, ASWJ Facebook, or on our various social media platforms. Please share away. Barakallah fikum. And also, a welcome to all those listening on the Albion Radio app. Don't forget to download our app on the Google Play Store and the Android or uh, or the Apple App Store as well. Barakallah fikum. Now, my dear brothers and sisters, we have a very interesting topic or many topics, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, and that is the issue of the unseen. And before we tackle the first topic that we are going to discuss when it comes to discussing the unseen, which is the world of the jinn. Sheikh, why did we choose discussing the unseen, especially the Islamic, or obviously the Islamic view, or the uh, discussing the unseen in light of Islam? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. We first thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us this great opportunity. We also ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept all our efforts and our deeds. I'd also like to thank you, Sheikh Nidal, for having me here to discuss this bi'idhnillah. And inshallah, it is of benefit. And inshallah, people can benefit. The topic of the unseen, Sheikh Nidal, is a topic of great importance. The reason being is because had the unseen not been of any importance, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not have told us about it. And the topic of the unseen is of such importance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he mentions in Surah Al-Baqarah, he mentions in the opening verses, the sifat of al-muttaqeen, the characteristics. What are they? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that book which there is no doubt in it. Or the Quran. The Quran is a guidance to the muttaqin, to the ones who are muttaqin, who fear Allah, who yearn for Allah, who are conscious of Allah. Then Allah Azza wa Jal tells us of their characteristics. And the first characteristic Allah Azza wa Jal uses, الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ the ones who believe in the unseen. The first characteristic Allah Azza wa Jal mentions about the muttaqeen is الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ Then Allah Ta'ala continues وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ And they establish the prayer and that which we bless them with, they give. But the first one that Allah Azza wa Jal uses is they believe in the unseen. Therefore, it is a matter of great importance and the belief of the unseen is part of the aqidah of the Muslim. So it's part of the fundamentals of Iman. Absolutely. 
Absolutely, Sheikh Nadal. And so, now, so now the golden question is, what does it mean to believe in the unseen? Belief of the unseen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, has given us knowledge of the unseen in order for us to, one, benefit, two, believe in it. The reason why believing in it is of such importance because it distinguishes the humans from other living beings. Yani the, the, for example, Allah Ta'ala mentioned the unseen to us through the Qur'an and through the Sunnah. Um. So this was sent to us to show us, one, yani Allah Ta'ala mentions many things in the Qur'an regarding the unseen. And wallahi, we won't have the time to mention them. But for example, Allah Azza wa Jal tells us, about the hellfire. He tells us about Jannah. He tells us about the grave. He tells us about the resurrection. He tells us about the Sirat. He tells us about the account. He tells us about, you know, uh, the jinn. Allah Ta'ala tells us about the angels. Allah Ta'ala, any many things that are unseen, Allah Ta'ala mentions them and their significance. So it's basically everything we cannot grasp with our normal intellect. Absolutely. In reality. We cannot see or touch or feel, basically. La yudrak. You can't. Yani only known through revelation. Correct. Through wahi, Quran Correct. and Sunnah. Correct. And that's that's the beautiful thing about being a Muslim. You don't have to believe in these made up stories that a man, you know, he was staying up at night one day, had, had a bit too much to drink, and he wrote something down, and it became, you know, these mysteries and folklore, and they made movies, and they made this about it and that about it, and none of Absolutely. it is true. In no. Islam, we have belief in the unseen. If it's from the Quran, from the authentic Sunnah, 100% we believe in it as a Muslim. No that's part of our aqidah. Part of our aqidah, and if it's, it's of importance, Allah Ta'ala will not tell us about it unless there is a great benefit for us to know. And subhanAllah al um, this is something that, uh, you know, like growing up, you come across a lot of things. I remember, you know, when I had my first child, Allah bless him, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless and him. he would smile and look up. The parents, the oldies, Say family, extended family that would say the angels are tickling him. Yeah. So I'm thinking, how do they know? Like, how do they know this? So, you know, you ask, is there anything, you know, in the Quran or Sunnah or from, you know, the authentic reports? There's nothing. No. So we can't, you know, we can't talk about stuff like this unless we know for, for certain. That's the beautiful belief. That's the beautiful thing about belief in Islam, aqidah in Islam. It's based upon revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so something like this which some people may, fi may find funny because we all hear it we've all heard it we take it back to that rule that if it's not mentioned in the Quran it's not mentioned in the authentic sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu I do not believe in it yeah simple as that absolutely and and you use that yardstick with all the other things that people you know because you know it's a huge industry today absolutely you know the unseen world is a huge industry do we believe in this? Do we believe in that? As a Muslim, it's what Islam tells us. That which came in the loss, absolutely. That which was we have not been told about, we have no news of, it doesn't concern us. SubhanAllah, on that point, uh, one thing I want to mention for those who are listening, that this, inshallah, is a beginning of a series. So, it is important for us to discuss the unseen before we enter into matters of the unseen. 
So this series, inshallah, will be moving. We'll be talking about the jinn. Then we'll be talking about the grave. Then we'll be talking about the hereafter. Then we'll be talking about Jannah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, let me hear. If we're going to speak about the jinn first, we have to speak about the angels right after them. I don't. I like that order. What do you think? It's your, yeah, it's your program, I, but I, I'm I just suggesting. Look, I'm not saying it in order. I'm ma- just maybe saying our listeners the- can. Uh, we the jinn is first because you know why? It, like before, well, the, I, before I continue, why the jinn first? Like believing in Allah, who who we don't see, is the most important. But why the jinn first? Because they are the closest to us. Yeah, and they are the closest to us. And in terms of creation, you mean? In terms of creation, what do we mean by the, they are the closest to us? Is that Look, let's similarities. Not, similarities, and maybe we're going to delve into it a little bit when we do talk about it. But for example, the jinn are very similar to us in terms of the risala, in terms of belief, in terms of accountability, they in terms of like you us, know yeah. the the jinn are not this mystical creature that has no purpose and it's just on earth to cause fear in people and haunt places. You know this this whole misunderstanding of who the jinn are. And what the jinn were created to do and why they're here. Because sometimes had had knowledge, understanding of the jinn not been important, Allah Azza wa Jal would not have revealed a whole chapter in the Quran about the jinn. Surah Al Jinn. And Allah Ta'ala mentions the jinn many a times in the Quran. In Surah Al-Ahqaf as well, when they became believers after hearing in the many, Prophet many times in the Quran. But when the Quran. Allah Ta'ala revealed one specific chapter. Before we move on from the unseen, I just came across a statement from some of the ulama who, who after speaking about the ayah you mentioned at the start of the program regarding belief in the unseen in the start of Surah Al-Baqarah, they said the unseen includes everything that people cannot grasp with their senses. Here it refers to everything of which the revelation, Wahi has told us, what happened in the past and what exists now but is hidden from us, such as the word of angels, Al-Barzakh, and what will happen in the future, such as the day of resurrection, and what will happen on that day of reckoning, punishment, and bliss. So the unseen has to do with the fundamentals of faith. Absolutely. I like that beautiful summary. And why I wanted to mention this is, this is basically our some of our topics that we're going to discuss. And it's quite expansive. It's, it's huge. Like, if you were to take a modern day series on Aqidah, this is all has to do with the unseen in reality. Absolutely. You know, most of it is unseen topics. There's eight, nine, ten volumes, some some of these collections. And you would not have believed the unseen had it not come from the sources of Quran and Sunnah. Yani, you're not asked to believe something that is heretical. You're not asked to do this. This is why it's mind-boggling when you have people disbelieving in matters of the unseen. For example, there are people out there that tell you the jinn don't exist. Mm. They tell you there is no such thing as jinn. They tell you this is all waham. They tell you this is all, uh, you know, f- fabricated. It is all made up. You tell them Allah mentioned them in the Quran. They are with us. You have people that tell you there is no punishment of the grave when it's clearly in the sunnah. You have some people that even go far and they say there is no resurrection. And Allah Ta'ala has mentioned many examples of those people in the Qur'an. It does not make logical sense to them, so they reject it. Brothers and sisters, understand something. The unseen, if you were to think about the unseen, it does not, perhaps it may not make logical sense. But it came in the Qur'an and Sunnah. And the Qur'an and Sunnah takes precedence over the logic. 
Just because something does not make logical sense, just because you can't see something, doesn't mean it does not exist. And these are matters of the unseen. Yani it's mind-boggling when you have people rejecting matters of the unseen because it is a fundamental of faith. Therefore, if someone rejects a matter of the unseen, that is from the fundamentals of faith, that person is not a person of faith. And in reality as well, like I just want to you know, clarify some of the things you mentioned that in reality, the nas, the, 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 the revelation, uh, will always be one go against, one contradict the sound intellect. Correct. So we have to underline the word sound intellect, not corrupted intellect. And the, the, as you mentioned beautifully, the nas, the wahi, the Quran and sunnah is a judge over everything. We don't judge with our intellects, which all they all differ. Some people think like this, some people think like that, some people are smart, some people are not very smart, some people influenced by this philosophy and that philosophy, this person here or there. It's the Quran and Sunnah that really are the judge. And they will never contradict the sound intellect. Never. And if we don't understand, that's because our intellect and our understanding is weak, not because there's a deficiency in the Quran and Sunnah. You know, and that's why the beauty of, of being a Muslim is that upon you, even if you don't understand everything, is to submit and surrender. That's what Islam is, and it's the Islam Allah, to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaykh, on that point, um, the class before this, you know, you know uh, the, you know, we had the class earlier before this podcast, and I was explaining to the students, I said, subhanAllah, on that point, that if someone thinks that the Quran is going against the intellect, then the problem is with the intellect. 100%. Because Allah Azza wa Jal in the Quran, in the Quran, okay, has responded to people in the Quran using examples where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَضَرَبَ لَنَا مَثَلًا وَنَسِيَ خَلْقَهُ Allah Ta'ala says, and talking about an individual who once walked past and he found a bone on the ground. So he picked up this bone, Sheikh, and he put some pressure in his fingers and the bone became like, like dust, like sand. So Allah Ta'ala is talking about this person. Allah Ta'ala says he set for us a parable, but he forgot his own creation. Who will resurrect this bone? Who will resurrect these bones? Once they've become dust, once they've become sand. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about this person, he forgot his own creation. Yani had he just thought about himself. 100%. Where was I before I was a child? Before I was a child, I was in the womb. Before I was a womb, I was a little, you know, I was in the fetus. Before the fetus, I was a piece of meat. Before the piece of meat, I was a, I was a drop of water. Before that drop of water, yani what was I? He will get to a point where he will realize Allah ta'ala created you from this. This is why it's important to believe in matters of the unseen. And if you don't believe in matters of the unseen, you fall into kufur. So part of being a Muslim is believing in the unseen, is submitting and surrendering and believing in everything and not having any unwavering doubts or uncertainty. A Muslim must be certain and believe in everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told him, whether in the Quran or the authentic sunnah of the Prophet Absolutely. So what Allah has told you about himself is the most important thing in the Quran and sunnah. What, has, what he has told us about previous nations, what's going to happen in the future. What he has told us about the unseen world from them is the jinn, the angels, 
that what's coming in the next life, barzakh, punishment, hell. So it is really a wide topic. And I think starting with the jinn is quite, um, it's quite suitable due to the amounts of questions and doubts and misconceptions Absolutely. there are about the jinn. And really, and a lot of times, there are people who have problems and they just say they, straight away, the first thing they think of is on possession, jinn possession. You know? Uh, and uh, sometimes it has nothing to do with jinn possession. They have issues in their life, one, two, three. They may be sick, mental, mental issues, or whatever it may be. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's why some have said that in many cases we've oppressed the jinn because we've blamed them for everything. <laughs> no, I mean. SubhanAllah. Yeah, so brother, brother, do you pray? No. Do you read Quran? No. Do you do the dhikr or athkar? No. Do you attend the masjid? No. But I think it's a jinn's fault. Yeah. Well, they tell you, you know, shaytanu awi. His shaytan is strong. Habibi. Allah Ta'ala has given you the tools. And we're going to tackle the these topics. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Look, um, it's, it's wallahi, it is, it is, this topic generally, generally, it tends to attract a lot of interest because of a lot of the misconceptions regarding it. Matters of the unseen, Sheikh. Whenever you talk about the unseen, it's like people are mind boggled. But these are matters that Allah Ta'ala has made clear to us. And there are types of unseens. You know, there are, like there is a type of unseen, like here the ulama they say, they say al They say that the unseen is of two types, and they no. say ghayb mutlaq. That is the, the unseen that only Allah knows. That only Allah knows. He says This, this ghayb, none but Allah knows. For example, the hour. The hour. When the hour will be the day of judgment. The day, day of, of judgment. Many, many things. And there is that type of ghayb which some know, some don't. Like the Prophet wasallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has shown him matters of the unseen. And brothers and sisters, belief in the unseen is of such importance, wallahi. Like I would like to mention just quickly, Shaykh, when the Prophet wasallam usriya bihi from Al-Majid Al-Aqsa, all right, from the Majid Al-Haram to Al-Aqsa, then Allah Ta'ala ascended him into the heavens, okay? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was shown matters of the unseen. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and you look at brothers and sisters, the importance of the belief. When the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came back with this news, the disbelievers rejoiced and they thought, ah, we got him now. So they went to Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu and they said to him, did you hear what your companion has said this morning? Did you see the news your friend has come with? He said, what news? They said, he claimed that he went from Al-Masjid Al-Haram to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. Then he ascended into the heavens. Then he came back in one night. So what was Abu Bakr's response? Qala, he said, In qalaha faqad sadaq. He said, if he said this, then he has spoken the truth. Allahu Akbar. Is, how, that's unbelievable. Like if someone tells you this, it's unbelievable. 
يعني شيخ had Allah not told us about Jannah, Jahannam, had Allah not told us about the grave, had Allah not told us about, you know, uh, the day of resurrection, had Allah not told us this, would we believe it? We wouldn't. يعني had Allah not told us we will be resurrected, would we know? This is why you have people doubting that they will be resurrected. Had Allah not told us about the jinn, would we know? No, Sheikh, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. And this is problematic. If we don't know, because Allah Ta'ala has told us about this for a reason. Now, Sheikh, يعني, there, 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 there's, there's, with, these, with these matters of the unseen, it is important to understand as well that whatever the Qur'an and Sunnah has come with, we stop there, add or subtract. We don't, uh, you know, uh, you know, like, like, you know, some people, they sugarcoat matters of the unseen. Or some people, what they do is they add things. So they'll tell you, this is a matter of the unseen, and they start adding things to it. And there are many claims. For example, you have those who will tell you, I seen this, or I seen that. We became apparent to me this. We became apparent to me that. If it's a matter of the unseen, we say, brother, this is a matter that is ghaib. Knowing the future. How many Muslims, Muslims, go to men, creation, and ask them about the future? And these people sit there and tell them, we can tell the future. And the future is a matter of ghaib. No one knows the future but Allah. How are you going to a man, a creation, and asking him about something? Only Allah knows. Only Allah knows. And and if this person, if a person claims to have knowledge of the unseen, then he is a taghut. He is a taghut. Anyone who claims to know knowledge of the unseen is a taghut. He is a shaitan. He is a kafir. Anyone who says, I know the ghaib. Or anyone, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions in the hadith, man ata urrafan aw kahinan, whoever went to a fortune teller or a soothsayer, and he believed in what he said, then he has disbelieved in what has been revealed to Muhammad. These are matters of the unseen, only Allah azza wa jal knows. And inshallah we will tackle them, you know, all these, these fortune tellers and, and Absolutely. magicians and and star signs and uh, these car- cards, cards and palm reading and the, the Finjan Ahwe reading. Oh, that one, yeah, that one. Every, every Arab family had someone in their family back in the day that would self-proclaim specialist in reading your future. From the coffee cup. From after you finish from the little coffee cup. And it's not only the, the Arabs or the Lebanese, it's other cultures as well. They had similar similar fairy tales. And this is all garbage, it's, my it's, dear brothers and sisters. It's amazing, amazing how people, uh, you know, manipulate and, and use it for an advantage. And it's a big business today. It's a massive business today. Yeah, and you know, this knowledge of the unseen and this if something is wrong with you or if something happened and I'll tell you your, you know, your destiny and you know the horoscopes and, and everyone's engaged everybody is engaged yani people are actually delving into these matters you know that it's not a joke wallahi it's, it's, it's actually becoming more and more rampant people are doing it more and more sheikh and people are I'm sure you know this especially when there's money to be made habibi when there's money to be made it's just open it's just open subhanallah Palm uh, reading. I, think, I think we have to do some case studies 
during this this podcast inshallah definitely and and grab some of these this stuff that is being advertised and dissect it and speak about it and warn people because we know for for a while people were selling stuff people were you know um marketplaces and you know predicting the future they reckon and if you give them a certain amount they'll tell you one two three and this is going to happen and then you even have something which you know sadly people do which is claim to have ability to communicate with the dead and this oh, yeah. is a, and this this is linked to um uh, the world of of jinn as well which inshallah we will mention briefly in in future episodes so to the aim of today is just a brief introduction just what is the unseen to, to what is the unseen Give, yani, not too technical you know brothers mm. and sisters this podcast is not going to be too technical and in this inshallah this series you're going to be able to listen to it in the car you're going to be able to listen to it you know yani it's it's not going to be into too much detail but it's going to give an understanding inshallah and it's also going to mention many many aspects that need to be mentioned yani you find subhanallah yani you don't see an account you find even muslims engaging in this a online account and they have a horoscope on there you know what i mean or uh, you know, subhanAllah, you see on people's Instagram, they put the blue eye. And what for? You see people driving cars and they have, you know, certain things. This is all has to do with matters of the unseen. And we have to shed light on this. And also, one thing I'd like to say as well is our brothers and sisters, if there is a matter they would like discussed or something they would like shed light on, they can as well put it in the comments or message us, inshallah, and we can discuss that matter. You know, just to shed light on it, because it's it's everywhere. It's it's open. Yani, how much we're seeing it is unbelievable. I remember growing up, every second movie or third movie was about yeah, this type of you know this in this field, and it's a huge money maker. Yeah, you know, it gets people, you know, thinking. It gets people worried. It gets people scared. You know, there was movies, you know, about... Remember the day 2012? Of, day of Judgment. There was movies with certain years when the world's going to end. There was certain uh, myths. And I remember once I was preparing a, a series on the, the, the minor and major signs of a Day of Judgment. And I looked into the... I think there was the 10 top ways, the 10 top suggestions or 10 top... 10 top... Uh, theories on how the world is going to end. Top 10 theories. The top the 10 theories on how the world is going to end. And I remember from the top of my, from the top of, uh, top of my mind now, uh, ice invasion, that was one. Alien invasion, robots taking over. Um, what else was it? Um, the computer, the computer thing. AI's. Maybe the tech man can tell us. The computer yeah. virus. There he is. There he is. He's awake. Alhamdulillah, he can tell us. And other other than that, you know what? Let him come in. Let him come in. Um, he's he's. Uh, we haven't got him on mic yet. He's still upset. So, Y two K they call Y2K? it. Y two K. What is Y2K? that? Y two K. That's the when when they was gonna kick over from ninety nine to two thousand. The world's gonna end. Yeah, that's right. And then after people started making the joke, they said uh, get, get ready for Y three K from the year two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all this kind of stuff. So, you know, as a Muslim, only Allah knows. When exactly the world will end. No one else knows that. But Allah has given us major signs and minor signs in the Quran and, and through the Prophet ﷺ and the authentic Sunnah. Absolutely. So this gives us peace. And 
like even from some of the comments we get online now, people are just talking with with no in, no knowledge. That's fine. Um, but they should, you know, this should urge you to want to learn. Absolutely, learn the Quran, which is the source of guidance, as we know. That's what the Quran is for the pious. The Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the authentic Sunnah, because this is where we can only say Allah has told us. Yeah, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has told us. All the rest, in a nutshell, to summarize it, to give it to you nice and simple, is absolute garbage. We'll throw it in the trash. Absolutely. Because it's not even what a Muslim. Hollywood movie, what a Bollywood movie, what a movie made in Syria or Egypt or Lebanon or wherever it may be. And some guy just started writing and came up with thoughts. If it's not from the Quran and Sunnah, then we throw it away. So Allah has told us how the world will end. Allah has told us the 10 major signs of the end of the world. It's and when they happen... And there's minor signs as well. We know that. But people are not learning about it. People are not seeking. This is from the aqidah of a Muslim. This is from the creed of the Muslim. So it's our shortcomings and deficiencies that we have more time to watch Hollywood and Bollywood and all the other entertainment. But we haven't taken the time out to read the Quran, read the Sunnah, attend lessons that talk about this. And this is one of the main motivations Absolutely. for this podcast. 100%. 100%. Like... People have left off the true source and they've gone to this fantasy. They've gone to this, uh, you know, this, this, this made up fiction and they've left the true source. They've left the Quran and Sunnah. Where would we go without the Quran and Sunnah, my brothers and sisters? Nowhere. We would be lost. Wallahi. We would be lost. Just like civilization, just like the humans were lost without prophets and messengers. We will be lost without the Quran and Sunnah. The Prophet ﷺ was sent to a group of people who were worshipping statues. They were worshipping innate objects. And they were guided. Look where we were before the Quran and Sunnah. If we abandon the Quran and Sunnah, we're just going to be led astray and we're going to just believe in matters that are not true. Perhaps be twisted, not have an understanding. Why would you leave off the truth for a fantasy? Why would you leave it off for a fictional made-up thing? And subhanAllah, it's, it's just mind-boggling. Uh, dear brothers and sisters, whoever is watching on our social media platforms, we, we, we like to remind you to subscribe to our YouTube channel where yep. you watch the video in high quality, in better quality, and you can access all our other programs and, and podcasts and playlists so please subscribe subscribe to albayan radio australia and also you can subscribe to our podcast channels where you can hear these podcasts in in, in audio version if you like in your car wherever you like apple podcasts albayan radio uh podbean uh, google Podcasts, soundcloud just type in albayan radio podcast and you can subscribe there but most importantly subscribe to our youtube channel and also you can follow us on instagram and tiktok albayan radio uh, dear brothers and sisters, we have a comment. Before I reverted, I used to believe um, I am now grateful to uh, to Allah that He freed me from all these ridiculous lies. So I think we'll, she was referring to what we mentioned from all these fairy tales and 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 movies and songs and and it, it's a huge like I don't I don't remember from the top of my head, so I don't want to quote. Maybe the tech man can can bring it up for us. The amount of entertainment that targets this type of audience and this type of topic is huge. It's a big money maker. 
games as well. You know, the world's about to end. You got to you got to save it. Here he is, one guy and his dog, going to save the whole world from everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or for everyone. From the aliens invading or the robots or creatures from another world or, you know, this or that. And it sort of desensitizes you from the actual real event. Like yeah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he talks about the resurrection, when he talks about the sa'ah, the hour, he mentions it's shay'un azim. It is something great of magnitude. It is something that is real, of real utter importance. And it becomes a joke to people when you see how the supposedly how this world's going to end. How you know Allah Taala says it's shay'un azim. And also, what what really, and this is what the Prophet directed some of the companions is that don't only ask when it is, but what you should more importantly ask is what have you prepared for it. Absolutely. So if you know the hour, you know that, that the hour is coming. We all know that. A Muslim, he has no doubt at all that he will die, that he, he will enter his grave, he'll be asked in his grave, he'll be resurrected on the day of judgment, he will face Allah and be judged. So the wise person, not only does he know all this, he knows, he knows all this stuff, he prepares for it. How can I prepare for it? You're going on a trip. You're going away. Mm. You don't just wake up the morning of your trip and say, I'm just going to rock up in, with my... PJs and my and, and my fongs and my man bag and that's it. You prepare for it. Where am I going? Where am I staying? What do I need to do? How can I best prepare for this trip? Likewise, as Muslims, alhamdulillah, it's clear for us. The purpose of our life is clear. Some people may be wondering and changed by the like like the weather, but as Muslims, alhamdulillah, one of the greatest blessings is knowing your purpose, knowing the path you should be on, knowing how to prepare yourself to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By worshipping him alone, Avoiding all partners of Allah and taking Islam as your religion and the Prophet Sallallahu as your role model, as your guide. And this is, this is the greatest blessing. The greatest, Allah. And that's why, really, when we and do we... discuss this topic, always ask yourself, my dear brothers and sisters, because part of the unseen is the day of judgment. The barzakh, the grave. What are we prepared for? Death. That's when the next life starts. Believe, belief in the last day is part of belief in the unseen. And, and, Belief in the last day starts with death, when your soul is taken out. And this will be part of our series as well, bi'idhnillahi ta'ala. Now, Sheikh, what else do we have before we wrap up and we give you a know, preview one, of what's coming up? One more thing. Yes. How could you prepare if you don't know? 100%. This is why, look at how, how look at what an amazing Lord to worship, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He even told us what to prepare for and how to prepare for it. Death, the grave, the hour. He's told us everything, subhanAllah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us all this information. And we need to we need to prepare for it. Now, sorry, Sheikh, what did you ask? What's coming up? What's coming up? Before so, we before we any comments before we wrap up and preview what's coming up. Yani, like I said. And no, it's 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 of uh, well, it's of great important uh, great importance, and I would like to say one thing, Yanni. If you are listening, and you don't believe in these matters, it's going to happen, whether you believe in it or not, because Allah said it's going to happen, and Allah is the most truthful. And when Allah says something, it's going to happen. And therefore, if you're watching this or listening, and you don't think this is going to happen, I'm telling you, Allah said it's going to happen. All these matters of the unseen, Allah Ta'ala said, told us about them, 
and they're going to happen. Therefore, therefore, prepare for it. So when it does happen, because it's going to happen, at least you have prepared. Before you continue, Sheikh, whoever would like to send the message through, um, we will be taking any any comments or feedback or suggestions you have on our YouTube channel, Al Bayan Radio Australia, on Al Bayan Radio Australia on the live stream there. And the tech man has once again given us some feedback regarding the question we posed before, and that is, how much is this industry worth? You know, this entertainment industry and this whole genre, I think they call it, of 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 you know, uh, the end of the world and and such things. It's a two point two billion dollar industry. Wow. All right, two point two billion. 2.2 billion. That's that's the psychic world part of it. Yeah. It's big. It's big. Like before we wrap up, like it's it's to the point. To the point. To the point where you have normal people, normal people today telling you Yani today, subhanAllah, for people to know whether they're compatible or not. Just but, in the US, sorry. Oh, just in the U.S. That's just in the U.S. Just in the U.S. Clarified wow. it. It didn't get us in trouble. Wow. Just in the U.S. You have people today. Oh, be like oh well, like, he Aries or he's a Leo or or uh, Libra or Scorpio or you haven't even met the person yet. You have Yanni. All of these made up matters. People believe in it, but when it comes to the truth, people like to reject. People like to reject. So, it is, like I said, perhaps the entertainment and the industries have caused, uh, you know, people to be desensitized about it. I've got a comment here on TikTok. He goes, there is a new prophet or messenger in the UK, a guy the same age as, <laughs> as Musa, Muhammad and Jesus. Nice. This is part of belief in the unseen as well. When the Prophet ﷺ told us that he is the seal of all prophets, the final prophet, there will be no prophet after him. So here he's told us about the future here. Yeah. Salam, that there'll be no prophet after him. So when you get these frauds, these Dajjalin, as this prophesied is going to happen, claiming prophethood, automatically as a Muslim, you know your belief regarding it, that there's no prophet after Muhammad sallallahu Yes, Isa will return as we discussed in, in previous programs, but he'll come back not with a new message. He'll come back as a follower of, of the, the prophet, prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa which we discussed with Sheikh Muhammad on our previous What Did You Say? podcast where mm. this is one of the main questions is the belief of Isa in his, uh, the belief regarding Isa in Islam the great prophet Isa you can refer back to that so this is from the belief in the unseen you know where the prophet sallallahu told us there'll be 30 liars 30 false claimants to prophethood and you, you still hear of them regularly mm. you know in our time we've got a few yeah, you know, yeah like and there's always people you know writing scripture they reckon that they're, that, that they're getting inspiration. There's re- reality, there's hundreds, but the, the the main ones are that number. But yeah, it's 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 mind-boggling, mind-boggling. Anyone anyone's a prophet today, you know? Yeah, claims prophethood, and yeah, he's the worst of the worst. You know, Subhanallah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Subhanallah. Yeah. I have to mention this. Recently, a guy in Lebanon. Here we go. A guy in Lebanon, Sheikh. He claimed prophethood. And guess how he announced his prophethood? No, please. Guess. There's kids listening, huh? Guess how he announced How did he announce it? Online. Online? <laughs> which which platform did he use? Oh, Alam, I think, I don't know if it was TikTok. I don't the know. TikTok but, prophet. But he actually came out and, and he said he's a prophet and, and he's got followers and he's come out with, you know, and he's claiming prophethood. And then I remember one person responding to him. 
and he said to him, he said, you've come out as a prophet online. He said, I want to know if online was it available. Khalas, the, the, he goes, your message would have been, Yani cut. Yani, you're coming out as a prophet online. SubhanAllah, that person, maybe four or five days later, he woke up to himself and he said, no, I'm not a prophet. <laughs> but khalas, anyone's a prophet. Big claim, huh? Anyone's a prophet. Whatever you want, I'm a prophet. You know, wallahi, one time, just Yanni, to give a bit of spice before we end. One time I was walking in Liverpool. And oh, you please. Know, you know those... Um, Shout out to all the brothers in Liverpool. You know those... Some um, advice, get out of the area. I'm surprised I didn't get stabbed when I was walking in Liverpool. But <laughs> no, that's all right. It's safer than that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know the... Um, You've you know, upset Sheikh Nassim now. Sheikh Nassim Abid is from, from the area there. Yeah. He, and he's proud to be from the area there. Yep. We always have debates, you know. Uh... I love him to death, so I'm not going to comment. But um, maybe he's uh, he's protected in the area. He's still there, man. Uh, it's it's all like just just so no one gets any affected. This is all just uh, game, yani fun, yani Allah. Alhamdulillah. So you you were in Liverpool, safely walking, safely walking. Alhamdulillah. I come across you know those um, advertising things that you put outside your door. Yeah. Right. And it's got like the hand with the you know all these things and. I'm walking past and the person is outside with a flyer and he's like, he's like to me, would you like a flyer? Would you like to come up? Okay, he said, I can read the future. I said to him, how can you read the future? He said, from the palm of your hand. Palm readers, yeah. So I said something along the lines of, if I was to cut my hand off, how are you going to read the future? He said, with the other hand. Then I said to him, you are a liar. I said to him, by Allah, you are a liar. I said, you're nothing but a liar. And you can't see the future. Allah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know. The next week, he was gone. What happened to him? I don't know. But the people advertising, I can tell the future. He's standing on the road with flyers. I can tell the ghaib. I will tell you your destiny. For people to be doing this, people are paying for it. You look at people, how misguided they are and how not in tune with the deen they are. And this is the whole purpose behind this podcast, behind this series. Excellent. Barakallah fiqh, uh, Sheikh Abdul Karim. And inshallah, this is the first of many. Definitely. Uh, Coming up in the next episode, episode two of the Unseen Podcast, we will discuss the jinn, the world of jinn. Who the jinn are? Absolutely. What's their purpose? Why did Allah create them for? What can they do? What can't they do? Mm. Do they know they're unseen themselves? Do you have a jinn with you? Many. Do you have a, is there good jinn, bad jinn? Many. English jinn, Arabic jinn, yeah. Muslim jinn, Christian jinn, Jewish jinn. So we're going to discuss that in the upcoming Flying podcast. Flying jinn, walking jinn. The, the start, or we will start to discuss some of these, inshallah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, long, it's a long series, inshallah. And inshallah, what we plan to do as well is actually beforehand we'll put what we're going to discuss definitely so if anyone has any questions because really if, if you open up this topic and you get 3,000 questions from different angles you, you won't get through much so and then you can do it in a comment, structured manner yeah. my window Simple. open today was at a gin yeah my you know the wind blew my uh, you know my uh, yeah the, the the person you were speaking about one of the I don't know if it's sister or brother I think he was on a current affair I've seen her <laughs> so probably got <laughs> made out that it is a fraud <laughs> 
So one of these current affair programs, they've done it before. Yeah. They've they've uh, they've proven. I saw one on YouTube recently where a guy was taking money from people and telling him he can do this and do that and he can speak to this and speak to that and he can help him with this and help him with that. And he was taking ridiculous amounts of money and he was you nothing know, but a liar. I've seen a video, probably the best one. I don't know if it was a German TV or if it was a Russian TV. I don't know what it was. But this guy is sitting in front of a supposed fortune teller. I'm sure you've seen this video, Sheikh. He said to him, he's got the microphone in his left hand and he's got this supposed fortune teller in front of him. He can tell the future. He's like, I'm here interviewing today so-and-so, so-and-so. They're on live television. He goes to him, I hear, or he said, or oh, you're claiming that you know the future, that you can tell the future. He said to him, tell us about it. He put the microphone in his mouth, he handed it to him, and he responded, he said, yes, I know the future. So he slapped him. <laughs> he slapped him. And then he said to him, you didn't see that one coming, did you? And he goes, see, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you expose a liar. <laughs> you couldn't even see my slap coming. And you want to sit here and tell me about people's fortune? So easy to expose a liar. Brothers and sisters, wake up, wake up. Wallahi, wake up. Going to a human being for matters of the unseen, asking about something. How does he know? How could he see? Allah one, one of the brother's comments, there's also apparently a Korean Jesus. Oh, yeah. Now, they come in different forms now. They come in different, you know, different nationalities and different, you know, different... Uh, Different, uh, different nationalities, different places. There's, there's, they're everywhere. Got to cater for everyone, huh? It's they're like everywhere, food. They're everywhere. You know, um, Allah al-Musta'an. May Allah protect us. May Allah keep us firm, inshallah. So, uh, to summarize and conclude, Islam has clarified for us and told us the in importance detail. about believing in the unseen. Any time an issue arises which has to do with the unseen world, then refer it back to the Quran and Sunnah, and that is the judge for all our affairs. I'd like to thank the Sheikh for being with us. Any May final comments? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us steadfast and allow us to benefit and allow others to benefit. And with that, we conclude today's introduction and general overview of what we're going to discuss. It was just an introduction. Uh, Insha'Allah, in the next episode, we'll get straight into the world of the jinn uh, in episode two of the Unseen Podcast. I'd like to thank our tech team. I'd like to thank all the brothers Allah and sisters who tuned in and those who contributed. Barakallah uh, fikum. And until next time, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah.